Welcome to Jumpstart Your Joy. I invite you to join me as we explore what it looks like to choose joy in the messy middle while embracing the inspiration, intention, and action that you can take to find joy in your every day. This is your host, Paula Jenkins. Welcome to episode 289 here on Jumpstart Your Joy. This is your host, Paula Jenkins. I'm so glad that you are here and so delighted to be doing this brand new episode, which is titled, Opting Out is an Option. (laughs) And I've reached this title and this topic this week because I've had a lot of real life conversations with people, face to face even, where we've been talking about how there is this kind of overarching thing now that we're all starting to get back into the world and things are reopening, that looming large for many folks is this fear of missing out or FOMO. Because as we look at re-entering into the world, so many of us just want to jump in feet first and really live large because we've been so cooped up for 15 months that we don't want to miss a thing as we go for this re-entry. And while that is beautiful and amazing and full of joy, I think there's also an, an undercurrent to that, that there's some overwhelm that's happening for people. And so I want to talk about that in today's episode, because I think this relates back to the messy middle, as it is our re-entry from the true messiness that we've been in. And what does it look like to step back into life after we're exiting the messy middle? So Before we get to that, I want to give you all a very warm welcome and say thank you so much for tuning in this week. And always, it's such a treat to be able to do this show. If you are brand new, uh, welcome. You can find out everything you need to know about myself, about the show, about seven years of past archives over at the website, which is jumpstartyourjoy.com. And you can find the episode notes for this. I'll make references to a few past discussions and books, and those will be at jumpstartyourjoy.com forward slash episode 289. This year, I've also written a book, and it is titled Jumpstart Your Joy, Heart-Centered Ways to Find Joy in the Messy Middle. It's got a lot of really great ideas about little things that you can try if you're feeling stuck or you want to find your way through a difficult time. So go check that out. You can purchase it right off of my website. And then the other really exciting one is this last week, I've launched a brand new podcast. It is called Joy of Podcasting. Yes, it is a show about podcasting because that's what I do full time and professionally as I create shows and help other people create shows. So if you're curious about that, you can find it at paulajenkins.com. So let's jump into opting out is an option. I really love this topic because it feels really juicy right now. And I do have a lot of heart for folks that are kind of being eaten up by this FOMO or fear of missing out. All of us have been indoors and so inundated by so many things for the last 15 months at this point that it's really, it's exciting to see that we're all opening up. And yet I think there is some overwhelm. So let's talk for a second about reactive versus proactive, where we've been and probably where we'd prefer to be as a people. Then we're going to talk a little bit about how we can choose what we want and staying true to ourselves. I'm going to reflect on a situation where I realized I had a choice that seemed a little improbable, but really led to a whole new awakening for me how opting out of some very simple things has opened up space for me in my everyday. And then what we get when we decide to opt out. 
So let's jump in. I feel like where we've been for this last year is in this very reactive mode. I know I experienced a lot of this when I worked at ad agencies and and we'd be working on client work. And lots of times it felt like everything was such an emergency, like everything had to be done right now. And we didn't have time to stop and regather our thoughts. It was always just go, go, go. And the thing that I noticed about those kinds of projects or whenever we worked with those kinds of clients is people got burnt out. They got really frustrated. They didn't feel valued. And things always felt harder than they needed to. And I think all of that came into play during the pandemic, but in a more overwhelming way for all of us, right? I think we talked early on in the season about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is what motivates people to make changes or what we're motivated to do in our lives. And so much of that early pandemic, we all spent in the very lower part of the pyramid, which was concerned about our safety and our health and where we might find food and water. And so that really did leave us in the reactive mode. And then with so many things layering on top of each other with concerns about race and concerns about safety and concerns about political climate, even here in California, the fires were another thing that layered into both health and safety. We got hit by so many things one after the other that I think mentally and emotionally and kind of at a a nervous system level, many of us are still in that place where we feel like we're in reactive mode. And hopefully this time is allowing us to slow down and to notice that we can make some choices as people invite us to go do things or as, you know, we're looking at plans for the future. It isn't true that we need to go and do it all right now. I think another fear that may be popping up for people is Because we've had this series of really difficult things unfold, it's really hard to trust that then the next season of things, if you will, that it will be easier or that things will become smoother or any of that. Like, especially because we had to, we've opened up and then shut back down and then open back up. I think we just need to start to lean into the fact that we're nearing herd immunity and people are getting vaccinated and this thing is playing itself out, at least in the United States, in a way where. We're getting back to COVID-19 not running the show as much as it had. And so we're going to be able to make choices. We're going to be able to slow down. And we're going to be able to get into a proactive mode. And one of the things that I feel that we'll be able to choose, instead of feeling overwhelmed about all the stuff and all the things and needing to do it right this second, is that we can slow down and put a filter on the choices that we have. I know for so many people, this was another part of the discussions I've had and something I've realized for myself is really I'm a lot more of an introvert than I had thought I was. And that became very clear during the pandemic. There may have been other things that came up for you. I've heard from other people. They made realizations about themselves, about what their comfort levels are, what they need for themselves. And right now is a great time for you to slow down and honor all that stuff. And if you don't feel like going out and doing all the things, opting out is an option. Or slowing down is an option. Honoring what you need is an option. Because I think the other piece of this puzzle is even if you didn't have any really large aha moments about your own personality or what you need in your days, all of us are transitioning out of a time where we were very isolated and we were told that was safe and that we needed to do specific things to stay safe. And now as we enter into a new phase, I think each of us needs to be mindful about is going to a large event with a lot of people 
going to be stressful? I think yes, even at a nervous system level and a psychological level, we've been in it so long that I think our brains and our bodies are used to thinking this might be unsafe. Acknowledging for ourselves that each time we do these things again, it will be like a first time. Notice what comes up for you. Get curious. Notice that this is a new step out of a messy middle and then allow yourself to recover from that. And don't underestimate the amount of stress that it may put on you to go to a first big outdoor concert or something like that if you're doing it. Because I I think that's the other part of opting out is allowing yourself these baby steps to make sure that you have given yourself the time to recover. And one of the things that I really loved in Greg McCowan's new book, which is Effortless, is he talks about never do more today than you can recover from tomorrow. And I think that's a great rule of thumb as we enter back into the world has probably changed people with new needs and new wants and new filters for what is exciting or what is desirable. One of the things that I talked about last week, and I'll link up to that episode as well, it was I was talking about languishing and feeling stuck. And Adam Grant of the New York Times wrote a really interesting article about that, about how so many of us are kind of in this blah, blase, lack of interest mode. And it's probably because one, our nervous systems have been on high alert. It's also hard to trust that this next phase that we're going into is going to be good. And I think one of the things is that when you really choose the things that you want in your life, and you make mindful choices about, yes, I want to do that, no, that does not sound fun, so I'm not going to do that, then it allows you to stay in your lane and stay connected to what feels authentic to you. And it allows you to be connected to a sense of you can trust yourself and you can keep yourself safe and you're only doing the things that bring you joy. I think those are the places that help break down that feeling of languishing as well. After thinking about it a little bit more, I think opting out also gets us out of the language. I'm not just doing this because someone invited me. I'm not just doing this because it's expected. I'm doing the stuff that feels good and is exciting to me and is the stuff that I really want to sink my teeth into after a time of a lot of isolation. I find that personally I'm doing this with the people that I'm choosing to meet. It's only been a handful, but each of them has been a very special reunion for me and I have delighted, and I do mean delighted, in the time that I've gotten to spend with these people. And it's going to be very mindful who I choose to bring back in and who I choose to reacquaint myself with. So I think that's an interesting way to cut through the languish if you're feeling that way still. Another thing that this made me think of is one of my biggest aha moments back many years ago at this point, (laughs) but I went through a divorce. And nearing the decision of getting a divorce, I did everything that I knew how to do to try and right the relationship. And it was a really difficult time for me because I did not want to let go of the idea that I could make this work. And the aha moment was that leaving or opting out, if we're going with the language of this episode, opting out was a choice. Opting out was an option. It doesn't really matter the situation so much other than it felt like I had thrown everything I have in my own toolkit at this relationship and the other person was not changing or didn't care to change. And so in the means of self-preservation and in the spirit of keeping true to who I am, I knew that really the option was to opt out. 
And again, that's not an easy thing to always weigh into the mix. There was plenty there. Uh, You'll hear from Andrea Owen, who also talks about some of this of like, how do we live beyond some of the expectations that other people have for our lives? And that's what this was. Opting out is doing that. It's sometimes very rebellious and very revolutionary for you to say, like, I'm leaving this marriage. I'm leaving this relationship that's awful. Uh, You know, I'm, I'm stepping away from this family that welcomed me in or... Any of those pieces, like that's really vulnerable. And so opting out, sometimes it is the aha moment. I don't have to do this anymore. I can change who I was and I can make new decisions. And so that was really, it was life-changing for me. And it also gave me an exit from a lot of emotional abuse and confusion, which really left me more space to figure out who I was on the other side. More recently, I have been taking Alexandra Franzen's Get It Done email course. And one of the things that I have really loved about that in in the realm of opting out is I have gone through in my email list, here's another thing to consider is what happens when we start to look at our email communications? How many subscriptions are we all getting each week that really don't add anything? They're just creating noise. And every time we get one of these emails that we don't care about, we're just deleting it. And so what I've loved over the last week or so is I think I've unsubscribed or opted out of about 40 email lists. And I just have to say it's created so much space. It's felt a little bit revolutionary to just say, no, I don't really care to get any information from you anymore. I haven't read your emails in years. But to like really mark unsubscribe and kind of re-own the space of my own inbox has been revolutionary. And also going back over to Greg McCowan's book, Effortless, It's also one of those things he talks about is there's going to be a few things that you can do that just take a few minutes time, but then, you know, you continue to reap the rewards of these things for years to come. And he uses an example of one guy in an office place who has a drawer that's stuck and it's only because there's like some box in the back of the drawer. But every time, instead of moving the box once, this guy will reach around and jiggle the desk drawer and open it up. And, you know, it takes a few seconds every time. And somebody stopped by and said, well, how long have you been doing that? And he said, you know, like five years. And so the thing is, you've been putting up with this thing that isn't working when you could just opt to change it. And and so back in, in the vein of opting out from emails, what I've found is when there's less noise and less clutter and less distraction in my email inbox, it's a much more enjoyable place to be. I think this this could have a parallel for what you choose to do, events you go to, and people you choose to see on the other side of this pandemic, is what if you just saw that as opting out? That relationship didn't bring me a lot of joy. All of that felt a little bit hard and difficult, and I'm just going to opt out. Think of how much simpler some of these things could be for you. And so as we wrap this up, I think the real takeaway for me and this whole idea of opting out being an option is that when you opt out, you're actually saying yes to yourself. You're honoring what you need. You're honoring what feels right to you. You're honoring a filter that maybe you've developed in the last 15 months that you really do know authentically what you want. Because in opting out, a no is as blessed as a yes. And you can probably look back and remember some of the things that you really missed and that you really wish you could do again. And I invite you, by opting out of the things that you don't really care to do, my guess is that leaves you more space to focus 
on the things that really pull at your heartstrings, the things that you really missed over the last 15 months, that now you can say yes to and go do and really soak up those moments. And so it's really my hope that you can look at this thing as a filter, that by opting out being an option, it also means that you have the other side, the option to say yes to all those things that you've missed and love and all those people and adventures and things you want to go do and see and take in again, that you can go embrace those in a new way and let go of the fear of missing out. And each of these things that you're going to go forth and do on the other side of this pandemic are all things that you are doing from a place of love because that's where you'll find the joy and that's what will light you up and that's what's really gonna fill your cup again on the other side of this very, very messy middle. So thank you so much for tuning in this week. I hope you got a couple of interesting ideas about being able to put down that fear of missing out. If you wanna share any insights with me, I always love to hear from you all. And you can email me at jumpstartyourjoy at gmail.com. And of course, if you want to find the show notes for this episode, you can find them at jumpstartyourjoy.com episode 289. Um, And while you're on the website, you can sign up for the newsletter or go buy my book if you like. That's it for today's episode. So I hope you'll come on back next week. And until then, I hope that your days are filled with so much joy. 